0: talk this morning and i'd just like to pray for her thank you father god for philippa and may she deliver a word that everybody in this congregation will be able to understand father god just push your spirit just allow your spirit to just float within her as she relays your word thank you lord amen
1: Hi, right, can I have somebody, two or three quite small people to come and help me turn the lamp on? Yes, would you two like to come? Right, can you, can you try and turn it on? Thanks. I think they were watching me when I was setting it up. <laughs> Possibly <laughs> Be careful you don't electrocute yourself. <laughs> oh thank you. Oh it's done. Oh, thank you, well done. Yes. So um Thank you, everyone. So now the lamp's doing its job. It's shining as it should do. I'm going to go over here. Right. A lamp without power cannot shine. Christians without power cannot shine either. They can't do what they were made to do. Jesus has called us to love and obey him to tell other people about him, to make disciples, to do the things that he did while he lived on earth, to shine as lights in this dark world. But we can't possibly do these things in our own strength, however hard we try. We need God's power. Jesus knows that we need God's power to follow him. Jesus promised his first disciples that when he left them, He would give them the gift of the Holy Spirit who would come and live inside them. The Holy Spirit would give them the power they needed to follow Jesus. As we heard the reading, which uh, Samuel did so beautifully, on the day of Pentecost, Jesus' disciples were sitting together in a house, probably trying to keep out of the way of local officials. Suddenly, there was a sound like a violent wind blowing, plus what looked like tongues of fire, which separated and came to rest on each one of them. All of them, each one of the disciples, were filled with the Holy Spirit, with what Jesus had called power from on high. Instead of hiding away, as they were doing earlier in the morning, They went outside the house to a public area. By the power of the Holy Spirit, the disciples were speaking in various different languages about the wonderful things God had done. Many people heard them. We today, as Christians, also need the power of the Holy Spirit, as I'm sure you all know. Trying to live the Christian life without the power of the Holy Spirit is as impossible as trying to get a lamp to shine without the power of electricity. Let's not close our hearts and minds to God's Spirit. We can choose to be constantly open to God the Holy Spirit through prayer, worship, reading the Bible, and discussing things with other Christians. We can ask him that we're continually filled with the Holy Spirit, Into our lives will come gifts of the Holy Spirit and Gradually we pray also the fruit of the Spirit will grow love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control Now I'm going to say a bit about oneness or unity and after that, do an activity about the wonders of God, which were mentioned in the reading. Oneness. As I got ready to talk to you today, something which most struck me was that on the first Christian day of Pentecost, there were lots of disciples in the house. Each one of them was individually filled with the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit within each Christian. There is only one Holy Spirit. Listening to the disciples speak in different languages were people from all over the Middle East, plus parts of Europe and North America. In case you were wondering what all those names were, they were the Middle East, Europe, and North Africa. By the end of that day, 3,000 of them had become disciples of Christ. From almost the very beginning, the church was very diverse, yet the same Holy Spirit is within each Christian. As Christians, we could hardly have a tighter bond. Pictures the New Testament uses to describe this relationship that we are all part of the same family or household and even that we are all part of one living body. Of course, the Christian church is now worldwide. Approximately, I gather, 2.6 billion people are in this one family, bonded together by the one Holy Spirit. This is one reason we pray for and try to support people being bullied and persecuted for their Christian faith, as we are literally part of the same spiritual family. Sometimes it might be easier to think kind thoughts about persecuted Christians abroad than to live side by side with local Christians in Birmingham. At church here, some are young, some older, some male, some female, some born in the UK, some born in another country, some speak English at home, some another language at home. There are many ways in which we differ from each other, and this can cause misunderstandings and irritation. Some are wonderfully punctual. Others, like me, find this a constant battle. However, as Christians, we're tightly united by the one Holy Spirit. Are there any fellow Christians that we feel resentment towards? feel angry with, or look down on. Have you received, in church, put downs, complaints, or criticisms? By the power and strength of the Holy Spirit, we can ask ourselves, can I forgive and care for these people instead? What more ways can I find to encourage and build people up. Something else which has disrupted our oneness, our unity in the Christian family, the body of Christ, is being confined to home during COVID. I found that very quickly, many of my links with family, friends, and church members began to fade in lockdown. Now, plans are being made to help all of us at church to rebuild Christian fellowship and unity in the one spirit, which Fiona did mention in the notices, through the setting up of small groups starting in June and July. If you want to be part of this, if you haven't already, fill in one of the forms at the back, the little A5 size, or email the vicar to find out more. Now, I'm going to look at something else mentioned in in the passage, in the Acts chapter 2, which is the phrase, the wonders of God. This particularly struck me. The the disciples proclaim the wonders of God. Otherwise, in other versions of the Bible, it says, the wonderful works of God. Now, under your chairs, there are 12 cards. I'd be very grateful if people could bring them up. And I also need someone to fix them on the board. Somebody quite tall. It, oh. Is there a tall person who can you do the blue tack for me, please? Do you want, okay. Oh, wonderful, thanks. Thank you. I've divided, so it's one, there's a couple of pieces on it. Right. Oh, thanks. Right, the wonders of God. If you look on the back, one of you should have number one. Thank you. So I'll just read it out, thank you. God created the heavens and the earth. If you can fix that there, thanks. What's your name, sorry? Hmm? Right, somebody should have number two. Thanks, thank you. God created the birds and the sea creatures. one down. That's number nine. Put that one down. That's right. Thanks, Wiston. Right. Who's got number three? Oh, thanks. Right. Oh, dear. Number one's fallen off. Oh, can you put number two down? Oh. Right. Actually, number two. It doesn't matter. Leave it there. Right. Number three says... God created the land animals. Right, so put it there. Thanks. Actually, we need another person to be a holder, I think. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, thank you.
0: What's your name?
1: Ada, thank you. Right, who's got number, uh, number four? Oh, would you like to read it for us?
0: God delivered the Israelites from Egypt by parting the Red Sea. Thank
1: you. Right. And who's got number five? Thank you. Do you want to read it for us? God led the Israelites with pillars of cloud and fire. Thank you. Number six. Thank you. Do you want to read it? Okay, I'll just give you the microphone.
0: God provided the Israelites with manna, quail, and the water in the desert.
1: Thank you. Right, now we're going to move on to the New Testament. Who's got number one, yellow number one? Uh, Sorry, number, number seven. Oh, wonderful, thank you. Do you want to read it, or shall I read it? Thank you, thank you. Jesus became a human baby, God with us, Emmanuel. Thanks. Uh, so, number eight. Right. Jesus, oh, yeah, you read it. You
0: Jesus healed sick people.
1: Thank you. It, 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 Jesus healed sick people, thanks. It was a bit quiet, that's all. Do you want to sit down? Oh, dear. No, well, thank you, everyone, who's tr- working really hard there. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't meant to be that hard. Have we got number eight, uh, number nine? Oh, yes. Thanks. This is your brother's. Yeah. Thanks. Can you read it for us? Jesus comes this day. Thanks. Oh, sorry, sorry. But it was... Okay. Right. Number ten. Thank you. Right. Can, can you read it for us? For
0: your ass... For your ass sake, Jesus was uh, crucified and died. Thank you so much. Right. Number 11. We seem
1: to have lost number 12.
0: On the third third day, God raised Jesus from the dead.
1: Well, at least we've got the good news there. Thank you very much. Could, could you all have a good look? Oh, yeah. Oh, well done. All right. Can, can you just read it for us if you turn around? Thanks.
0: Jesus ascended into heaven where he sits beside God, the Father in the place of honor and power.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Finally. Thank you. Last one. <clears throat> right. Um. Adam Ada, Ada and Wistan especially, but everyone, including Fiona, thank you so much for that help. Now, I'm just going to... We've got these wonders of God from the Bible, and I'd like you to think for a minute what extra wonders of God you can think of, and then... When you have thought of an extra one, can you put your hand up and I'll bring the microphone? Thanks. So what extra wonders can you think of? Wonders of God, oh yes, thanks Hazel. Turning water into wine. Oh, Thank you. Right, another one? Old Testament or New Testament?
0: Electrolytes, bread, and water in the desert.
1: Thank you, yes, yes.
0: Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead.
1: That's an amazing wonder, isn't it? Thank you so much. Anyone else? Oh yes, Sue? Disciples went about preaching the word of God. Can you explain why it's a wonder? Um, well, the word of God is a wonder, isn't it? Oh. Thank you. Okay. I thought you might be talk- talking about their bravery, but <laughs> okay, thanks. But yes. Um, Jesus calmed the storm. Yes, that's true. Thank you so much. Any extra ones? Yes? Feeding the 5,000. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Thank you. <clears throat> Did anybody else want to. See? Okay, right.
0: Walks on water.
1: Yes, yes, yeah, okay, thank you. We'll stop there, thank you. So as you can s- I'll have to turn this off, hang on. As you can see, <laughs> keeping mine busy. <laughs> as you can see, there are plenty of wonders and we've only mentioned a few of them. Most of us here today are disciples of Jesus. Like many of the people we read about and heard about and watched on that little cartoon from Acts chapter 2, we declare the wonders of God when we worship. Singing Christian songs or playing them on instruments, we declare God's wonders. And I'm just going to give another quick reminder of the worship workshop on Sunday the 29th. 24th, which is actually open to everyone, as many of you as can get here. So the disciples may have begun the day worshipping inside the house, but the Holy Spirit soon sent them outside to proclaim the wonders of God. At the end of Acts chapter 2, as we saw in the cartoon. Their leader, Peter, is shown speaking to a huge crowd about the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He advised people, stop your wrong ways and turn to God. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your wrongdoing and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Occasionally, people ask me how they can receive all that the Holy Spirit brings. After 2000 years, the answer hasn't changed. And if anyone is here or on Zoom who has not yet been baptized, consider Peter's words, stop your wrong ways, turn to God. Be baptised in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your wrongdoing and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Spirit sent the disciples, including Peter, outside to declare the wonders of God so we too will soon be going out of here to the week ahead, We'll all be going to our schools and colleges, our neighborhoods and workplaces, perhaps to the place of welcome or seedlings. May we find ways in word or deed to be a blessing to the people we meet during the week and find ways to declare the wonderful works of God. As we saw earlier, just as my lamp needs the power of electricity to shine, so Christians need the power of the Holy Spirit to bring Christ's light to the world. Secondly, though there are many different Christian people, the Holy Spirit is the same Spirit who lives in every one of us, We are literally one spiritual family, one body with Jesus Christ as our head. We need to ask for the grace of God to help us to live that out. So, as we remember and celebrate the first Christian Pentecost, let's invite the Holy Spirit to fill us so that we too may have power to shine and declare the wonderful works of God. Amen.
0: Thank you so much, Philippa. That was delivered beautifully. And um, I'd just like to mirror what you were saying when you mentioned about the fruits. And I know that in my life, every time I'm sitting in my car, I pray for the fruit of patience. And then I ask that when I'm patient, I then deliver gentleness and goodness as I pass drivers who aren't being very nice. And now I'd like to ask... um, We're going to sing another song. So we're going to have... Holy Spirit living living breath of God, one of the old classics. And we have David, Sharon and Sahane. Would you all like to stand?